Thank you. Thank you for coming in. I'm going to bank blank that. I'm going to pop out the chat. There it is. Isn't it showing up? Back to my Zoom. Where is it? Isn't and it my showing? chat. There it is. DS is going to be joining us. Welcome back, everybody. Um, tonight, hello, Mr. Alex Lopez. Thank you. Well, welcome. Um, tonight doesn't. Yeah, we don't really have a, a general consensus topic. Just you know, for the most part, talking about our power strokes and. Everything that we do to them, obviously, that's why we're here. Um, uh, I know last uh, last week we um, we actually built a 22 on the show. Uh, that was pretty pretty cool. I just uh, noticed uh, on Facebook. I think um, somebody took a picture uh, of their 22 that had just came in, so they're finally rolling out there i haven't even seen one yet i mean just uh obviously on the uh the internet but um i don't know matt have you have you even seen any no nothing no i did see the release that ford said they might just start shipping vehicles to dealers that are participating just to have things on the lot and then have us put modules in them i don't oh, know if you guys got that not that i uh not that i'm aware of Oh, we've just been getting Broncos in, and man, do those things look like good. the the big ones? Oh yeah! Wow, I sat sat in one at work, and I was like, "Oh my god, I need this." Dude, the thing is with me at my height, the front seats, the front row, it's okay with the top down. My head doesn't stick out. If I sit in the back row, I can like literally look over the pillars. But it's not a big deal if the roof's up. I haven't really seen. Um, I haven't really seen a big one yet. Just Dude, how do I get with the M tag cool, on it? How do I get the cool thing like Cody has? Why is his name blue and he has a wrench? I don't know. How'd you do that? I'm skilled. A, a fixer. Oh, DS, he's popped up. What's up? What up? Got the, got the Milwaukee lights. Ooh, nice backdrop. Got the truck. Got the trailer. Oh, wait. Uh, no, no, no. You can pop the chat out? Yeah, I didn't know that in, like, the first one. You can make it just by itself. Ah, oh, dude. Nice. Now I don't have to be distracted anymore. This is cool. Do we need to? Um, so what are, what are we talking about? Uh, nothing. Uh, um uh in detail so far um i do want to say uh, for everybody out there uh, i just put in a new uh, order of shirts i have a few backwards i have a few of these colors left red with black writing black with white writing only xl um and they're gildan they're, uh, they're they're nice ones only xl only xl no schmediums um but uh, yeah, those are going to be coming soon. Uh, everybody's got to get on the Kill Switch bandwagon. Uh, please visit me at killswitchmeptt at gmail.com. Um, we need to save those trucks down there, out there, um, especially in, in these southern 
uh, uh -oh. southern states been uh, been pretty crazy hearing about what's going on so um hold on nathan buckwald having a problem uh oh that's not a good thing that's not having a bad what, day what problem is he having i don't know we're gonna find out here in a minute all right back to our scheduled programming um um 22 is coming in yes yes um, the last video that we put up, uh, this week, last week, Friday, um, had a, a lot of good responses to that. Actually, let me pull that up and I want to see, um, there were some really good comments regarding, um, stuff that other people have found. So four days ago. The watch time is incredible. You guys really were listening to the story. I think storytelling um, really worked out well, uh, trying to uh, get my message across and and talk about the the problem that we're having um, with these EGR coking up issues in the in the lower intake manifold, and it it took this long for me to ever have a, had a problem with that. Um, and I learned, I'll never forget. Um, and I will definitely be double checking those ports. Some guy actually, um, what was an email? He said that they re refer to it in his shop as the, the lighthouse because it protrudes out of the lower intake manifold and kind of looks like a lighthouse. If you were to picture it in your head, and the three ports would be like the three windows. I'm like, oh, no way. Okay, that's kind of, I mean, if I knew that it was in there, I, I guess I, I would have connected the dots. But um, uh, it was still good good to know, good to talk about, good to share. Um, Dude, I, I should have taken a picture of the long block I finished up today because, you know, certain ones you have to swap the throttle body over to the new intake. And I looked in there and it was just a death mushroom. It's like son of a gun. Well, wow. the odds. I should do a a. Uh, I should like look at mine. You know, at fourteen thousand miles, what I got now is got fourteen and some change. See what mine looks like. Go see what DS's looks like. That go would be see, a, that would be a very good comparison. Go see uh, my buddy from Ohio. Uh, you guys have seen me do a couple of videos on his uh, 2020 uh, OCR, 2020 OCR video. My buddy's tremor. Um, see what his looks like and have like a you know four or five trucks that you can easily just pop the cack tube off. You know, look in there with a with a you know a good good flashlight. Um, and speaking of of looking down into places like that, my coworker has a pretty fancy USB, uh, not USB, uh, Bluetooth boroscope, and it is super tiny. I'm talking like the cord is like this, and it the picture quality. I was pretty freaking impressed. Can you so, get it down through a glow plug hole? Uh, could you? That's a good question. Because I think someone makes something like that. You're good question. No, you know, I think you're going to make, you're going to make some dough off of that. I'd buy one. Good tool. Good tool. I would, um, so thinking about, uh, this coking up of the EGR, what implications does that have? Just lower performance? Or... Well, it's just 
I mean, Matt knows as well as I, Cody, uh, we all, uh, we know if we have any restriction, obviously this truck came in, um, um, you're going to have a malfunction indicator light on, you're going to be reduced power because of whatever type of failure you had. Um, and, and, uh, I'm almost certain you'll be noticing a, a power loss. So coupled with the check engine light and everything, it's, well, what code do you have? It's going to be pointing in a direction of whether it's going to be an emissions component or, you know, a hard part that's, you know, failed. But unfortunately, there's really no way to, to stop it unless we're constantly, I mean, I mean burning good diesel fuels. The only way to prolong the service life is just don't idle your truck, which is hard for a lot of people. I mean, we have, I've said this before, we have a telecommunications service company that idles their trucks all day long. And we do a cooler on a truck at least once a year. I wonder, um, so this guy had commented, uh, I'll have to go back in the comments, but he was talking about uh, using a BG, oh, it was on Facebook, a BG flush kit. Any of you guys listening out there, any technicians or anything, uh, I'm curious to know if any of you guys are using flush type uh, solvents to clean out the EGR system, to clean out the intake manifold. I know there was an induction service that, you know, we used to do, you know, probably, you know, between 2000 and 2010, you know, we'd always, uh, always have two cans and one was for the fuel system. One was for the, in, the intake system and, you know, never really did it for the diesels, but now that we have all this stuff, you know, on these diesels that are coking up, it's like, not recommended you, by Ford motor. Company, I was going to say, right? I could, Cody could give us the TSB. Is it not recommended because it's not yeah, recommended it's, or they want a piece of the pie? I, uh, I don't know. Super heat the cat or something, maybe? It says it damages the DPF SCR, so. Which, those are very fragile and finicky anyway, so. Yeah, not worth doing it, in my opinion. But nope. If you want to roll the dice, go for it. I'm not telling you to. I could get the SSM. I believe it's an SSM. Yeah, it's like, it's an old, old one. But I think they keep re-updating it. Because they just updated an old SSM not that long ago. They just redid uh, the fuel system one. Yeah, the too. fuel system one. I agree with Christopher Collins. They do not use a cleaner for your diesel. If you want to run fuel additives to add lubricity to your fuel system and protect it, sure. Don't use anything that's alcohol based because all that does is emulsify and disperse water and lets it go through your system easier. So uh, SSM four nine zero six five effective 11, 2020, August 11, 2020. I mean, it even says it in like the workshop manual True. for a lot of our diagnosing is like one of the first steps is inspect, inspect for use of unapproved cleaners, sealers, this, that, the other. So mm. I not recommended. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. It's it's kind of like those engine. Do you guys remember seeing engine flushes out there? Mm-hmm. 
Like it would get all it would get all the gunk out of your engine, but really it would just murder it. <laughs> I don't think that's what you're gonna want to do in our duties. No. Speaking of of fuel and the big thing uh you know with with our fuel systems on these trucks is is two big uh things um uh, two big companies I, I guess i should say are in the in the diesel community um sns and hsm uh if you guys remember uh a couple of live streams ago um we had the SNS Gen 2 disaster prevention kit on, and I'm excited this weekend. We're going to be installing it on uh, one of my customers, 21 Tremors. He has uh, um, got a, a few other things coming, and uh, the the other company, HSM, had, we talked about it actually the last live stream, has two two kits uh, available now for the upper fuel filter conversion, I guess you want to say, to to that Baldwin spin-on filter and the, I guess, remote-mounted lower fuel filter housing with the CAT spin-on filter. Um, going to be excited. That should be showing up soon. I really want to see if uh, uh, what you guys think about that, what it looks like on the truck. Uh, is it going to be functional for your setup? Is it going to be... Um, something you're going to want to add to your super duty i think i think once uh we get that on the vehicle and we have it tangible in front of us and can can report back on it i think you guys are really gonna uh like the way it looks especially because I'm, I'm about oe look fit and finish and i that's what i'm going for so they have some uh, good products out there um that i i think are going to be a little more suited for for individuals that are not wanting to get the OEM. You know, I just don't want to get the OEM. You know, I remember when I did the uh, hot, uh, the cold side uh, charger cooler duct on the 17, where it had the rip in it, guys were kind of, well, how come you didn't put this on? How come you didn't put this on? I'm like, well, and it was warranty. But, you know, there is always that demand out there um, that, people are not going to want to use OEM. So yeah, it's going to be exciting. I think uh, DS, DS is going to dig it. DS has, what is in the, is that your, uh, is it the 450 that I see over your uh, right shoulder? Or is that that's, the, that's a 250. Oh, I can't tell. Um, a big addition for DS, what he's, pulling a, a, a new load with his his uh, fleet um oh, he's got a herd of trucks he does he does actually speaking of which i completely wait 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 until... keep that on low that's not been announced yet oh, i'm just talking about this uh black box you got over here and I'm oh okay about the flight recorders oh um this one is under heavy lock and key and I'm talking, we got 24-hour surveillance. We got LoJack. We got the club. We got the boot. We got 24-hour Apache surveillance. And I'm afraid nobody's going to be getting uh, that trailer from DS. Ooh. Well, actually, actually, I put a I put a kill switch in it. Oh, <laughs> what? Somebody's oh. trying to copy my. No, we put a PTT kill switch in it. Oh. 
Daddy Diesel. If you want that, you can avoid it. Daddy Diesel. I'm sorry, buddy. Can we talk more about P0402? P0402. Break down exactly what P0402 is. P0402 is going to be much EGR flow is going to be pretty much the same across all manufacturers. And for the six, seven, we're going to have to dive into that. I'm going to say cab, chass- cab chassis or pickup. Do we have the, the chassis? Do we have a one FT in the house or a one FD in the house? Uh, Chab and Cassie. Chab and Cassie. It is a, uh, fork in the road, which you might have to go this way, and you might have to go this way. Um, I don't know. When I think back to doing the pinpoint tests back in the day, and how well interactive Ford has our publications, man. Actually, click on the wire color, pin part number. Pictorials. I mean, you guys that, use you use eCAD at your store, don't you? All the time. Yeah, we don't have it. So when it comes to a harness, I'm just like, man, eh, I guess I'll go piss. How the are you not here? How are you not using eCAD? Uh, dude, I don't know. Don't ask me. Our FSC. Hold on, was, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Our, our FSC was literally mind blown that we don't pull, use eCAD. Pull, pull up, pull up your your workshop manual. No, I know, but we literally don't have eCAT subscriptions. I know, but you you should have it right there in the workshop manual. Dude, I get that. I can't use it. What do you mean you can't use it? If you click on it, it doesn't go nothing? No, it says your login is invalid. What? What? That sucks. eCAT's awesome. No, seriously, like eCAT is a subscription that (laughs) that you have to use. And my dealer's like, nope, we're using Snap-on for all of our parts catalog. Wow. So we've been we've been protesting, and we're not even the parts guys. Wow. Yeah, eCat is definitely the way to go for you. For those of you that do not know what we're talking about, eCat electronic catalog. It is <clears throat> Ford's parts catalog. And it's freaking awesome. It has been getting way better. Um, looking at, uh, I mean, I guess it's not that big of a deal to uh, to show it. It's just eCat, right? Pretty sweet. Let me see or, if I can pull it up. Or do you have a bad air filter? Mm, maybe he's Aww. not getting Z flow. Or the map is biased. Or the map is covered in carbon. Maybe he needs O2 sensors. That's a good stop. You, you stop. mean knock sensors? No, I mean, AutoZone said he needs O2 sensors. Can you guys please stop going there and being like... Bookmarks. See, this is what it says. I want you to replace that. And then when it doesn't fix it, you can't get mad, okay? What does it say? Stop bringing your stuff. You know the people that go to AutoZone. No, I'm saying you did. Did the eCat say something? 
What? Who, who, who's ECAT? Oh, I thought you were talking what your login said. No, I'm just talking about people that go to AutoZone, get a code scanned, or the guys that have their own scanners, look it up on the internet. And someone else says this, so they're like, replace it. And then when it doesn't fix it, they don't want to pay for it, or they don't want to pay Diag for you to diagnose it. And I just, I know. Let's uh, pull up a let's pull up a 2020. Are guys are guys taking their diesels to AutoZone? Oh, dude, get in oh, the zone God. all oh, the time. Get out I mean, of the you zone. Can, Turbo you might, Dissel. You might be able to get away with a gas. Turbo Dissel. No, I, don't, I don't know. You can't get away with that stuff. All right. I'm going to screen share so you guys can check this out because it's pretty, pretty reason cool being, to see. I'm going to give you my number one reason you should never go to AutoZone or anywhere and have them scan a code, right? So GM's Ecotech engine, right? It's like a 1.4 liter. They put it in the cruises, this, that, the other. And when I was working at our quick lane store, I worked on a ton of them. And they would, there's like a little, just like a, uh, for crankcase ventilation. It had mm-hmm. like a one-way valve in the valve cover. That's how they did their um, crankcase ventilation. Well, if that thing gets stuck open, it starts sucking air in, it starts running super lean so it sets a bunch of lean code this that the other runs very poor makes a whistling noise yeah dude i don't even know what this stuff looks like wow yeah so here we got we got two turbos we got jab at cassie and we got a pickup okay so, so long story short buddy goes to AutoZone, has him scan it they try to sell him o2 sensors this that the other and i look at him like <laughs> dude wow. no it's it's your valve cover that's just sucking air in yeah, you know, you got to have pictures. You know, gotta they're like, We're, we certify this. Okay, so oh, really? our, wow. our parts diagrams look similar to this. They're actually the exact same diagrams. But even with the part numbers and sh- like that, too? Yeah, so it's got the square, the triangle, and the circle. The like, okay, right, okay. right, like all the stuff in your circle is your 9514 gasket kit, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it'll show us all that stuff. But, um, it's the the names that it has for stuff is hilarious. Well, I guess Matt, the point that people don't get is the scan tool doesn't necessarily tell you exactly what's wrong. It's just well, yeah, the scan tool doesn't know. So you have to like it's kind of something. Oh, if, if everything's saying if uh, everything's saying you're lean, what's more what's more likely? You got a vacuum leak or every sensor or do you needs have to be a, replaced? Yeah, you have, yeah it's like, like come what? on, come on. You don't I hear guess the that's, that's kind of a. A lesson you could say and you know Aaron and Cody and Sean would agree the hardest part of our job is deciding is this a symptom or is this the cause I can dig it like is this doing this because this is what's actually making it happen or is this just a symptom of something else yeah Yes. No. It's, it's 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 somewhat rare, somewhat rare, that it's just oh I scanned it. That was it. That was it was that simple. Dang, dude! I don't know how you get enough buildup on a six seven EGR valve that that thing won't shut. That's pretty crazy. It because, can happen. But that's I've... that's got like reduction gears and everything <laughs> to keep that from happening. Why do they stick right out of the box? On the metal is a, ones. Is that a question someone's asking? You mean or no. you're asking me? That I'm asking ones. you. I don't know, because it's cast iron. 
I've replaced that's dude. That's what I want to know. Why the hell did, why is a pickup in aluminum housing, but a cabin chassis is cast iron that never made sense. Do you think the temps would be different? That I it would, would need ass- a different metal. I would assume that they needed something stronger for the pick the chassis trucks. Cause they're going to be worked harder. That would be my assumption. The cast. Oh no, they probably did it for wear. You're right. You mean, but it, no, there's a there's where? a there's a bushing for the valve in there to ride against. It's on probably both. just heat. There's a bushing yeah. on both. Well, yeah, I mean, like your like a EGR valve on your truck. I haven't really looked at a twenty or a twenty-one. Did they change them all to cast? Uh, they're still. They're, I think they're, they're still, still aluminum and okay. yeah. cast iron. Yeah, I think they are. Well, it's like okay, you know, well, no, you're that's working a good on this. Question. I, I really want to know why they did that. And all it's like Cody said, the only thing I can think is longevity and wear, but it's like if it's in a sleeve, you know? Right. Can the iron take more heat? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's I hate it because instead cool. of instead of having to deal with two titanium bolts going into a cast iron part now i have to deal with four of them and trying not to snap all four of them anytime i need to service something over there you're saying aluminum one has four well the you know if it's the aluminum valve you don't the the bolts that they use for the egr inlet tube that goes from the exhaust manifold to the the egr valve right those are it's like a what titanium nitrite bolt it's a s- stupid, super hard bolt that corrodes and gets stuck and swells. And it really doesn't like cast iron. Like these are the infamous, mm. you know, EGR tube bolts that people snap off on. Um, oh, okay. In the exhaust manifold. Oh, Brandon Power Stroke says aluminum dissipates heat faster. That's a good, that's a good point. Would they need the heat? I mean, you think EGR is going to be flowing. They're going to want to dissipate the same amount of heat. You know, maybe maybe it's cost. Thermal you know expansion. I mean? think, dude, that's the thing is I, I've thought about it in my head. Okay, is it is it this? Is it that? No. Is it this, that? No. Is it this, that? And I can't come up with a good it's, reason. It's, it's probably cost because you got to think the, the, this, this cabin chassis. Could they make those say? cheaper? What are you saying? Stab and chassis? Hold on. Can you see the price difference on the valves, Aaron, through e No, it doesn't give me any of that. That's all blocked out. I think so the, only, the best way to check would be to go on. We're going to so go the, on Rock. We're going to go on Rock Auto right the now. Stab and Cassie. Give me a second. Go to my ECAT. The, the Stab and Cassie probably has. I want to know uh, which one costs more. They probably have a, a ton of. They probably have a ton of parts that are cheaper. I mean, I know the turbo's cheaper, or it's less power. Turbo makes less power. The engine makes less power. It's Maybe detuned. It's, yeah, it's detuned. Maybe it's just made to be more economical overall. Because the cabin chassis is a cheaper truck. No, the whole cab—it's the cabin chassis thing—is reliability over numbers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Have any of you guys ran a ten R? So twenty-one B O three, right? That's the recall. We customer satisfaction program. We just uh, did one today. Um, I have done the only well. Yeah, I've done the only one that our store has done so far. Did it, was I, it a 4x4? Four four? Yeah, but that was just removing the transmission. I didn't do the 
actual the, recall or the I actual the gear procedure. Set. Yeah, one of my trans guys did it and he did it pretty quick. And I didn't like the the new trans fluing trans fluid fill procedure. Yeah. I'm sure once we start doing them more, I'll be okay with it. Yeah, it was uh... so pickup truck wide frame is 227.27. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Narrow frame cabin yeah. chassis retail is 347.27. So it's more money. Yeah. Hmm. It's got to be strength. That's That's got to be the reason, in my opinion. Well, like, the thing is, you don't need the, I guess. But we're talking about the easier. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an engineer. I should go grab my engineer's black book and see why you would use aluminum over cast iron for something like that. Is it under more is it under more stress in this in a in a cabin chassis configuration? Why is it under uh, more stress? You could I it's like Cody's or Aaron's, which I can't remember which one you two said it. It's just there's probably more cycle rates out of a cast iron or a cabin chassis truck, especially if it's gonna sit there and idle a lot. So that thing's just speaking of going nuts the entire time true um or maybe it holds up to heat better when it's closed is that it i wonder I why not just go, why not why not just go cast iron all the way but you don't you rather be aluminum anyway ah you got me you got me okay mr big we're just gonna, gonna call you opinion on plastic oil pans. That's a good. That's a tough. Um, in the I don't sense know, man. Uh, for for an engine oil pan, anytime I have a customer come in with an eleven or an early twelve build, and they have an oil leak, and whether it's an upper pan or a lower pan, anything that requires me to take the lower pan off, I replace it with a metal one. I you're, you're done. I can't stand the plastic pans. They just leak. Those rocket plugs. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. For real. <laughs> stand back. So oh mine mine's metal, I thought. Yeah, this is the early trucks. So they upgrade they updated it? Like yeah. in eleven twelve. Yeah. What uh what uh how many or maybe I don't know how many of those guys out there. Well yeah, I guess how many of you guys out there have had the safety compliance recall twenty-one us twenty-six for the GVW stickers? Have you had to do any of those, man? Call the special support center and get the uh, research uh, labels. Uh, no. I just had to do one. Uh, this will be my second one. We just had to order them. Um GVDR on the pickup. That's what just made me think about it. This guy says, Toyota One. Man, you got the wrong name, bro. Dude, what's wrong with a Yoda? It's probably going to outlast any of our trucks. Have a 17 F350. Just recently, the service charging system light warning comes on. Hmm. Checked voltage is charging. Then, then all? Then all what? Oh, then all the warning lights come come on and go off in a matter of seconds. Well, well, intermittent wiring. Yep, I have a section on my channel that uh, has playlists, and in that playlist you will see battery lights. 
And I would recommend, I would invite you to uh, reference those because there are some good tidbits in there where exactly I found these. Um, they're in various spots, but it'll give you, you know, um, you know, a little uh, a map, I guess you should say, of where to actually look at because they're kind of a pain in the butt. Got to clip all the zip ties. Uh, dude. That's funny. Uh, you want to tell stories? Let's tell. Let's do story time. Sounds good, man. I want to hear about that new trailer he's got behind him. Well, I want, I want to hear the funniest service write-ups you've seen. Oh, I've got my wife just this, made this. a brand new batch of chocolate chip cookies, and I'm gonna be right back. Because like they're the best service write-up I've ever seen. This was a year ago was customer states filled DEF tank with hand sanitizer. Advise. That's a problem, man. Like, <laughs> like okay. what is going to, what's going to happen when like, like so what? I call up the customer, I call them up and I'm like, cause you know, with our commercial customers, we know, we know most of them. Oh, somebody so I call him up. Yeah, I call him up and I'm laughing. And he already knows. He goes, dude, I already know what you're going to ask. He's like, I, I already know. So the Sabotage. way this happened is we have, he's like, you know, because of COVID and everything, we have to have hand sanitizer now. And I'm like, right. He goes, we have a 55 gallon drum of death and we have a 55 gallon drum of hand sanitizer that we oh, got from the distillery down the road. What are you doing with a 55 gallon drum of hand sanitizer? And they're right next to each other. And yeah, but come on. Driver filled up his deaf jug with hand sanitizer. And I'm yeah, like, but hand sanitizer. Dude, I am hand. laughing so hard at this. And I'm like, you guys are kidding. This did not happen. So I walked over to the freaking filler and unscrewed that thing. And dude, Purell, it just smelled like hand sanitizer. But how how fast did it run out? Like how what was it? We just we literally just flushed it. Was it was like fine. was it like water? Because yeah yeah, like yeah 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 no it, it was, was just like, like water. Death. It wasn't oh. like you know Purell that's got like the whatever in it. There was no gel to the to no. the. Okay. No that 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 was probably the best write up I've ever seen. But the thing that always makes me laugh, and I swear my advisors do this to me on purpose, and it'll be like customer states. Instead of saying customer states engine has a long crank <laughs> every time. They're like, oh, what is oh it's check engine light drivability issue? I'm like, okay. And I read it. It says customer has a long crank. And I just have such a childish mind that I can never keep it together. Customer's got a long crank. I'm like, well, well, good for that guy. <laughs> can handle it it only goes you guys got any good ones come on i know you've got to have some hilarious write-ups you've seen oh um i don't know you never got you never got one that was from like some good old boy out in the trees that said like customer states went boom 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 slam 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 and it's like dude that's the best you got for me no i'm trying to hold on i remember i saw this message board oh did i throw that out or was that in an email 
this was on the old message boards and it was somebody's write-up of a runaway have you ever read that oh the runaway have you ever read that story that some dude's like yeah, masterpiece dude. in the shop oh it's awesome Here, how I'll could we find up. that i'll pull it up i'll pull it up I wouldn't um, even begin to know. I, I remember printing it out, and I think I have it in. Because I think I sent it back to you, didn't I? Oh, shoot. I don't know. It's literally just called The Runaway. Me, I, wouldn't even, I'm, I, I don't know how to log into the message boards since they got the new stuff. FMC dealer community. It's pretty good. Yeah, but don't you got to log in and whatnot? Yeah. I mean, you just have to make a... So Sorry, best one buddy. I had, best one I had was on a is a Roush Stage Three Mustang. Customer states the brake smoked after a hard stop, and I couldn't get it to make it smoke, so I had the customer drive it, and I about died because <laughs> he literally launched the car, got up to about a hundred, then slammed on the brakes and said it's smoking. I said, "Well, no crap, it's smoking." <laughs> just was zero you just went to 100 to zero in like 10 like a few seconds like what the hell do you expect is gonna happen i don't know man it, sh- it shouldn't smoke right yeah okay those rotors were smoking hot something else is wrong too though right i never had great smoking from... you and i don't hear right now at all what is ds's squeaky wheel no because I'm outside. <laughs> All right. I know, I know. Aaron, you want me to read the runaway to you? You want a little little bedtime story? Where did you find it? I just typed in the runaway. It get, came up. Get out of here. Yeah. Okay. The diesel runaway is when the engine RPMs go up uncontrolled. and There is no way the engine can stop itself. Diesel engines don't actually require any controls on them to run. All they need is fuel and air. Gas engines need a spark at just the right time and a fuel pulse of just the right duration to run. Also, diesels can run on a wide range of fuel. Remember when all of us diesel guys were complaining about leaky injectors on O3s that were filling up the crankcase with fuel? Well, 30 plus quarts of oil fuel mix in the crankcase will submerge the crank. One of the last steps on the diesel diag sheet is an oil aeration test where you have to run the engine at wide open throttle, which is Mm -hmm. like 3,500 RPM or so for three minutes and then view the oil condition. That crank whipping up the fuel oil will make a foam that rises through the engine and eventually starts getting drafted into the intake stream. There's enough coming into the intake, the engine RPM will rise to even higher. Of course, mm. this causes the oil to whip more, which makes it rise faster in the engine. A vicious cycle. You cut the key off, but the engine doesn't care. It's getting its own fuel from another source. Smoke Dude, starts how, to pour from the tailpipe. And the truck <laughs> starts to vibrate. So smoke starts to pour from the tailpipe, and the truck starts to vibrate. At about 6,000 RPM, the ground starts to shake throughout the shop, and the sales department looks out the side to see if a thunderstorm is coming. 75 RPM has the shop evacuating. By this time, the whole shop is flooded with smoke. 9,000 RPM brings ominous noises from the shop, a cyclic wave of sound that feels like an invisible hand pressing on your chest. Somewhere at about 10,000 RPM, the engine gives up. 
a sound that is a combination of a nearby lightning strike and every toolbox in the shop turning over at once when they explode in the shop. The sound echoes and continues for several seconds. You can actually see through. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, no, no. I read this wrong. Okay. The sound echoes and continues for several seconds. You can actually feel a shockwave disperse through the concrete you're standing on and then the deafening silence. You try to see the smoke and locate the truck, but something's wrong. <laughs> it's sitting at an angle, tilted down in the front, and then you see why. Both front tires are blown out. There's a scattering of parts, three bays in each direction. A puddle of fluid is rapidly spreading from under the shredded front cap. The hood and fenders are destroyed, but ironically, the grill and headlights are still, in stack, still intact. And your first thought is, at least I don't have to work on this anymore. And that, mm. my friend Bernie, is a diesel runaway. That is a Dang. diesel runaway. I remember the first time I read that, I was just dying laughing. When they start to run away, you just walk away. Because walk I'm away. Not, You're not I'm saving not, it. I'm not putting my hand near that turbo with a piece of wood. Sorry. Nope. You're not saving it. If you if your thing runs away, bye. You got, an, you got insurance or warranty. Let that I mean, thing burn down. The air the air cleaner and everything's on it. So I mean it's not like you could just put a piece of metal over the intake real quick. Go ask Bill. Hey, I don't get I it. it. You call, you email, you comment, you social, you leave a message. Will hey. a CCV reroute blow out turbo seals? No, as long as I would it doesn't say no. get restricted. I got an interesting auto story, auto-related story. Um, I, I used to work on cars. I used to do like mobile mechanic, but I thought I was the best. I thought I was this great mechanic. I wasn't. Is this your Honda story? No, <laughs> no. What happened is I was a cook. But I wanted to work on cars. I was state certified. You were a cook? Yeah, I was a cook way, way back when. Way back when. Sean's done it all. I don't know if you've noticed this or not. Right out of high school, I was a cook for about three years. But uh, what happened is I got fired because I, I was sitting there outside with one of the uh, family members of the, it was a family company, Italian Kitchen. And I was sitting outside in his car. We were talking. He had a Jeep, you know, doors are off. My feet were, were up. And, the, and, the, and, and his uncle comes in and goes, what the F are you doing? You're, you sitting out here on the clock, sitting down on the clock? Get the F back in there and get to work. I was like, I'm sorry, I was just sitting down with Chris. And he was like, you'll never be as good as Chris. Get, get your butt back. We didn't say butt, but, you know, that got reamed out pretty bad. And at the time, guys, I was sensitive, guys. I couldn't take it. My heart was broken. But I really looked up to this guy. I really looked up to him. And he had yelled at me. And uh, I went back to work. And he just, the, the dude acted like nothing happened. So I worked one more day. I was kind of looking at him like, is he going to apologize for yelling at me like that? Well, he never did. He just, hey, hey, Sean, what's up? Like, nothing ever happened. So, so I didn't go back. I didn't go back to work. <laughs> But I put in applications. I put in applications everywhere. This is this is where the economy. This is when the economy was real bad, and I'm going to dealerships, dealership after dealership. I got my little 
shirt on, my little button-up shirt, and I got my certs, and I got, I don't know, front-end suspension, air condition, uh, what did they call it? It, had, it was called HVAC, electrical, transmission, engine rebuild. I had all these certs. No dealership wanted to hire me without experience, and I didn't know nobody. And it was, it was a tough time. Like everybody was looking for a job and I didn't know how to get a job. I really didn't know how to get a job. I was just going in, dropping the application off, leave, never come back. Well, I would, I would call and then that was it. I would follow up one time and that was it. But finally I get a call to work at a shop, but it's not a dealership. It's just a POS shop in Detroit by Houston Whittier. This is a rough area, guys. This is where heroin addicts go. This is where crackheads are. Houston Whittier and Gratiot. And it's where trailers uh, get stolen. Oh. I mean, maybe people get killed like bad. It's it's a rough area. But I'm I'm working in a shop and it's this guy, his name is Mo. No offense to anybody, but this guy was, this was an Arabic guy. Mo. Mo. And he's like, hey, you can start. You can be the head mechanic. <laughs> and I'm like, the head mechanic. I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. But he saw the certs, whatever. He had a ho- he had a vehicle hoist and had a tire balancer. He kind of showed me some stuff. And I remember, like, you're the head mechanic. He had this banging girl working in the lobby. She was banging. She had blonde hair, large chest. She had everything. I mean, she was banging. What was her name? I can't remember her name. I was, I was, uh, I was a 19, 30 now. I don't remember her name, but, uh, so I'm the head mechanic and people are coming in here, wanting me to diag their car. And I'm just, dude, I'm not ready for that. I'm like checking this guy's front end. It's tie rods. I'm just like, yeah, you got tie, you need tie rods, but dude, I can't. Your brake like, shot. I, you need I, a new track. I don't got a, I don't got a wheel alignment. And, uh, dude, I wasn't ready. Dude, I wasn't Sean's ready. Sean's just though. yanking out the parts can and just shooting I'm sending, over the place. I'm sending people down the, down the road. I'm like, yeah, you can go down the road. This is going to suck. You're going to have to take that to Midas because that's a toughie, bro. <laughs> so, so. Trust the Midas. Guys. I worked here. I've been here for a couple days. It's slow. A couple days. Guy, really, really picking up the confidence. <laughs> So I'm slowly building confidence. Yeah. So I go inside slowly. of the, I go inside of the lobby, and <laughs> I'm talking to the girl, and this guy Mo pulls me to the side and says, "Hey, you don't go in there and talk to her. You work in the shop, and she works in the lobby. You're not to interact with her at all." And I was like, "What?" He's like, "You're not to talk to her. She belongs inside, and you belong outside." So I was like, what the heck? So I went outside, whatever, looked at my car. Like, I would work on my own car because I didn't have nothing to do. So I had my car up on the hoist, balance the tires, and whatever. And uh, he was in there. He was, like, all up on this girl. He's, like, got her under his arm. And he's, like, breathing down her neck. All of a sudden, this huge Dodge Ram pulls up, lifted and everything with tinted windows and everything. One of good old boys. Good old boys. I'm swinging in there. The girl runs out, jumps in, and she she dips out. She leaves. She, she ran away. She had to run away. <laughs> but when I was talking to her, she's like, Mo's a great guy. I know Mo from when he had the gas station and blah, 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 blah. Mo, <laughs> Mo creeped her out and she had to run. <laughs> so 
I was like, you know what? He, he goes, he goes. Well, I'm gonna run to the bank. I'll be right back. And he left for the bank. This is right after she left. And I was like, you know what? I'm out of here. So I packed up my tools. I put my stuff in my trunk, and I dipped out. But my phone was missing. Like he he had a he had like a little uh uh what do you call it? like a cabinet like a glass cabinet with a bunch of knickknacks and stuff in there that he was selling like old phones and stuff. And I knew he's I knew he took my phone. I couldn't find my phone. I knew he took my phone. So I went to the sprint store and I was and I was like, I'm about to buy a new phone. It's like a hundred bucks, whatever. But I was like, you know what, before I buy a phone, I'm gonna call this guy. I called him up. I was like, hey, I'm at Sprint. And they said that they can see the phone sitting right there in your little box. What does this mean? <laughs> and it, and in Sprint, they couldn't tell the phone was there, but he was like, oh, you know what, buddy? The phone is right here. <laughs> so I had to go back and get my phone. It was terrible. It was terrible. But what is yeah, that was that was my first official mechanic job. It was a crazy, crazy situation. What's the best that you've like ever busted yourself at work? Bust you, you got hurt? Oh yeah. Like you went screaming the other way like a little girl. You got yourself uh, so good. Well, I got I got one, but I didn't scream like a girl. I what mean, happened? I wouldn't say I scream like a girl, but you know, I'm well for me, one of this was one. recent too. This was like last week. I'm working on getting this engine out. I'm sitting there barring this engine over so I can get freaking torque converter nuts off and i got one hand over here on the track bar got my big long three eighths inch ratchet that's probably like yay long sitting there sitting there sitting there thing pops off wham right in the freaking finger dude oh thanks you, you, you can see my little hole that i drilled it out with a little 16th inch drill bit to get all the blood get out, out of here Gross, dude the drill bit i don't want to hear that Maybe you are dude. I was I dude finally, broke his ankle. What? I finally pulled my glove off after like three hours, and like the tip of my glove was just full of blood. Oh that one That's hurt. Gross. That one did not feel good. What did I do at work? I mean, there was another time where I walked into a guy's hoist and split my head open. Okay, this is kind of funny. So I mean, I'm not kind of funny because it really hurt. Uh so like you know gotta take care of business can go drop the browns off at the super bowl right uh like literally in mid pulling my pants down and i throw my back out what <laughs> oh what <laughs> man all i wanted to do and it was so hot that day. So now I'm sweating. I can barely, I'm sitting on the toilet. I can barely freaking move. Hold on. You blew it was your horrible. back out on the toilet. Like I was, you know how like you're, you're about to pull your pants down to actually like sit on the toilet. And like you, I was like, you just, you just felt like, everything. Oh. You felt everything all at once. It Dude, was I, horrible. They had oh my gosh. pain. That's oh why God. I almost, I've never. I don't even I've want to never, talk about it because I just I've don't want to think done, about the pain. I've never Dude, thrown no. my back my back out before. I've had that happen twice, and once was I don't know, probably a couple months ago when I was I was doing like back to back to back to back engine jobs, and my back just did not want to have it anymore. And I bent over one day, and I was stuck. 
you guys need some vitamins. You guys need to get out in the sun. You know, you're working on these cars inside. Guys, you can't tell me I need to get out. So look at my, I got a freaking watch tan. Maybe take some like cod liver oil or something. (laughs) What oil? Cod liver oil or something. Cod liver oil? Something, man. He likes to eat that rainbow trout. Uh, Brandon, we do that with uh, two liter pop bottles underneath our uh, our thirty Ooh. our fifteen k drive on, and it's it's uh, pretty fun. If someone's not paying attention, they go to set a truck down. Big old pop. I fell off a fire truck, fractured my tibia, destroyed oh. my meniscus, and ruptured my ACL. <laughs> oh my goodness! I had two surgeries and probably getting another one. Been out of work for about a year. Yeah. Oh. Dang, brother. Sorry. <gasps> yeah, Cody, Man. that's where that's where I was gonna go with it if he's not tuned. Um I always what I about always you? say what about it's you, cold Cody? from VGT. Uh worst um I about took my thumb off with a wire wheel. Oh. And the oh. wire wheel. Oh my goodness, man! You a ever... four-inch grinder. Yeah, that thing really freaking feels don't great. Don't you? Don't you like when the when the little wire strands fly off and stick into your arm or your stomach or your pecker or you know wherever you don't want them to go? Yeah, that hurts. I had. I it was just a a a a, a young you. Probably, I would say this would be two. 2001 i'm back i just figured out how to use the torches and at the time we had to cut the extra pipe off of the cats for some reason and that's how we return them in like we had to give them back for warranty but they just i don't i don't know that's we had what we did so you know my mentor was like you know here you know you're gonna do this set and unbeknownst to me I didn't realize that a few of the other resident technicians thought it'd be cool to throw a couple of firecrackers at me. Man, you talk about jump. My eyes were big as saucers. It was, uh, every time I, I fire up the torches, I'm like, making sure nobody's behind me. But, uh, yeah, nothing to water balloons. Water balloons. Oh, we missed one from Gilbert. Truck makes a slight grind at startup, like once every few starts. Dealer replaced flywheel twice and still grinds. Guessing starter needs to be replaced in the flywheel again. Um, I'd probably agree. I'd agree. I, I'd agree with you on that one. Um, I would definitely, anytime I have a concern with um, starter engagement and it's not, you know, it's not internal or the Bendix isn't throwing out all the way, whatever. The or, Bendix. Or the teeth are getting eaten away on the uh, flex plate. I always replace both. Always. 430 gears. Guy called it. And it's in all exclamation points. Water. Do you, Aaron, do you, do you prank new guys? Uh, no, I mean, I might tell them, like, we got you know, the steam bucket or have to go get your elevator pass. We used <laughs> yeah. to do that a long time oh ago. Oh my dude. Oh no. We did that in high school because we had an elevator. Hey. And that was that was just a thing you did your senior year would see how many kids you could sell elevator passes. No, my favorite thing to do with someone new or once we're not pranking each other for a while is anything that comes with bubble wrap. 
I will always wad up the bubble wrap and throw it behind the right rear wheel. Oh, I did that. Dude, we that got... is such a good prank. I had I had a huge ball of bubble wrap I've been saving up. And the aluminum F-150s had just started shipping to the dealer. And this kid that I went to school with was PDIing one. So we uh, stopped him at the door. One of the master techs stopped him at the door and I stuck my huge roll of bubble wrap underneath oh the back, right? God. And when he rolled over that, his eyes got the size of golf balls. He thought he hit something. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, I love bubble wrap just for that. We put uh, tire weights, sticky tire weights on a dude's drive shaft. That's right. And put them, uh, put, uh, uh, you know, hose clamps around them. Man, this thing wasn't making any noise at lunch. <laughs> Dude, I had just, just, like, just bought my Focus. And a couple guys thought it would be hilarious to throw zip ties on my wheels. They thought I wouldn't notice. It's like, you guys. I zip just... ties? So they put zip ties around, like, the snowflakes, like the spokes of my wheels. And cut them off flush and put them on there super fucking freaking tight. Well, one of them they did, you know, they'll have the little uh, retaining clip, but it's like a big retaining clip on a focus. They got one around uh, that too. And dude, I am not, I got so pissed. One of the guys lost his job from it. The other one was like oh, inches away from getting fired. Oh, snap. Cause like for me, that wasn't, it's like, I literally just bought this car. And you don't scratch up someone's focus wheels. No, that you just right. don't do it. Well, I mean, plus, the other guy got, the guy got fired. Cause plus to that car, that car. So little, the little zip ties might just, the wheel might not rotate. Just drag. There was a lot of quality issues with that guy too. So, you know, I think it was more than anything. They were just waiting for it. The flywheel Gilbert. I would think the flywheel would only have to be replaced based on your inspection the only real way to do that is to turn the engine over oh uh, thanks mr austin bro my man check him out what up eight riding crew much love 999 bro um yeah it'd be the only way to get a, a a mirror have somebody bar the engine over and look at uh you know all the teeth as you're going around or you'd have to pull the trans back out so that's kind of a rolling idol. Oof. Dude, we we had this come in once. I don't think that'd be a fuel problem. Dude, uh, the shop could not figure it out. It was literally, the guy said he only noticed it when he was idling and trying to warm his truck up at like 2,500 grand, the engine would bog down for a second. And I looked at this guy. I'm like, you have the AC on when you're doing it? He goes, yeah. I'm like, okay, try turning your AC off. And he had spent thousands of dollars at shops trying to figure this out. Wow. It was just the clutch kicking on. It doesn't really like it at 3000 RPM. Easier or not. Easier or no DPF. I love my 355, but I'm not really towing. And DS, like rolling idle, surge at idle. Mm. 
I'll be hauling a 12,000 pound goose egg. So like your trailer and whatever you're hauling is going to be 12,000 pounds, or this is like the world's biggest gooseneck that weighs 12,000 pounds, or you're going to have your gooseneck with 12,000 pounds on it. So we need more information. Yeah. But you said there's no codes in fuel high side fluctuates. I mean, do you have any drivability concerns? Like if you were to go get in your truck right now and just hammer it, does it just cut power altogether or good questions? Lots of questions. Go home EPA. Not today. EPA. Daddy diesel's got a tremor. I feel bad. Daddy diesel was supposed to come up tomorrow and Daddy Diesel isn't going to buy me lunch anymore. <laughs> Dude, what are we going to do when I'm over on the east side? I guess he's going to have to send a super chat to make up for it. East side! Daddy Diesel. Dude, you know what I'm waiting for one day? I'm waiting for American Truck Nation just to walk right in our shop and just be like, hey. Hey, what? And I'll be like, hey, is for horses. But I don't think R. Caleb, do you think that they will change all those sitting 21 model years to a 22 and just change the screens? Probably not. Yeah, that's unlikely. Yeah, because that's not just going to be like slap it in and you're good to go. That's that's a lot of wiring changing. That's dash. No, no. no oh, another IP. That's yeah. too much work. No, no, but, no, no, no. I mean the whole. I mean the whole wiring's changed. I mean you've seen that yeah. just with the kill switches. Oh, most definitely. So, I mean it's. I can't not wait like to get my my coworker if he's listening. Yeah, he might be listening. He uh, just ordered. A 22 King Ranch. Wow. Uh, what color is he getting? He's getting antimatter. Is he getting two tone or single color? No, he's getting single color. That's rare to see a, a King Ranch that isn't a two tone truck. He's excited. Ah, uh, yes, Brandon got it. No, no, I stay. I clean. No, no, I stay. No, I clean. No. No, no, no. Do you guys just quote stupid stuff all the time at work? Uh, yeah. And now it's a hat. Uh, this is a lamp, and this is where you turn it on at. Yeah, dude, we'll just be, oh my, the amount of stupid things. It's uh, good to have humor. Uh, you have to. You have to. Yeah. Do you guys uh, play radios in the shop? Um, I always had the loudest <laughs> on our in the truck shop because we're just like annexed from the rest of the world and we do whatever we please. Um, yeah, mostly we play music off of whatever, but I have headphones and it's how I deal with my ADHD, which seems very counterintuitive, but it keeps me focused. What's the point? Hey, Rod. To, I'm commenting, sorry. To what? Why did you ask that question? Uh, He's just asking. It's banter. 
Fire Chiefs Association has petitioned the EPA to get an exemption on DPF, and they said, no, you guys have no idea how bad that will be when pumping a fire truck stops doing big clog DPF. I thought, okay, Armed, you can answer this for us. I thought there were still EPA exemptions on emergency vehicles. I just talked I to a guy today that had a DPF <clears throat> delete on a 6-4 ambulance. Really? Yep. Uh, from the factory? They added it when they did the outfit for the ambulance. Oh, really? Well, I'm an oh. I'm an emergency service. That's some. all dealer installed, and it is so much paperwork and so much red tape. So, like, if I were to put a factory delete kit on it, it has to be. I don't remember if it has to be owned by a municipality or a government vehicle, but. Um, everything has to be documented like a stupid amount and the truck has to be, it can't be sold. It literally has to get scrapped once they're done with it, Dang. which is ridiculous. Scrapped. That's utterly ridiculous. But do you really think that many six liter econo lines that were upfitted as ambulances had emissions on them. No. A lot I mean, of the, the in-house six, guys took them off. I mean, the six liters are easy to delete. Oh, Man. it's like not even a challenge. Two freeze plugs and you're done. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that kind of stuff. Your first rule of Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club. I don't know what you're talking about. Although... Dude, we had a guy walk into our shop a couple weeks ago asking about this stuff and could try EPA. Yeah, I literally just I was like, not not today, EPA. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Who's got access to tuning? Good try, EPA. Like are you talking about like a xylophone? Yeah, like because I heard Guitar Center, they have some like sweet. You know what I heard? I heard that you can, tune, you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. Do you know why fish only swim in salt water? Popsicle joke of the day. Because they're allergic to pepper. I know, right? <laughs> that was pretty hey, good. After eating that cold popsicle, man, I'll take any stupid joke. You, you know what, popsicle. guys? Drop your best. Hey, you got somebody talking to you, pal. Check your best. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Now oh, you can see because I moved my mic. My car. That's, That's car. always been my big issue. That's why I actually switched to this mic versus another mic. But I, you see, I have my computer right he here. Just and I have my camera right here, but I like to look here because then I can see if Cody's drinking transmission fluid or if Aaron's stretching or if Sean's sleeping. So, you know, it's, you just kind of got to split between uh, both worlds. Chris L., good question. You know, Shh. I know you could do that in some of the Illuma duties, but um, I don't I, – I need to get my hands on a 22 first. I don't – I've had two individuals contact me about kill switches for their 22s that they do not have yet, but the wiring has changed. I need a 22 in my hands. Um, 
Yeah. I don't think so, bud. But maybe Man. they changed something we don't know Plowing about. Plowing with a platy rig. Have you ever seen a truck come in with the crew chief package? I have not even seen one. I've seen it's it in the wiring diagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too, me too. We had a super cruiser come in not that long ago. That was cool. Do you know what a super cruiser is? A super cruiser? Oh, you don't know what a super cruiser is. The heck is that? That is a medium duty, a 650 or a 750 that's upfitted with like <laughs> ground appearance and everything. What? Oh, yeah. Mandatory webcam location. Dude, I got this giant ring light so you guys can see my complexion. Is that the right word? Complexion. The silhouette of your face is like a translucent steed. I don't know. I also like to have it far away because you can't really see that I'm balding and going gray at 27. Hey. Happens to the best of us, right? I wish I had a head of hair. DS. Rockabye baby. I think uh, Rockabye baby, yeah. it. Uh, this would be a good time to uh, to uh, um, end it. End it. I appreciate you guys uh, so much for watching um, down there in the comment section. Uh, keep blowing it up. Make sure to like and share this. Uh, I want to get you guys uh, get your thoughts on there and uh, tell us what uh, uh, what you guys are thinking. Stay tuned, SNS. Stay tuned. HSM, stay tuned. Keep it locked. Power Stroke stuff going down on the best channel on the tubes. Thanks so much. Tell us what you think in the comment section, and I'll catch you guys later. Don't forget to spay and neuter your animals. See ya. Bye.